Welcome to Unbecoming with Tash, the podcast to support you in breakups, relationships, love, life, and everything in between. My name is Tash, and ever since I was a little girl, I have been the go to person for guidance, whether that be in breakups, relationships, or just needing a little nudge in the right direction. My natural ability has always been there to help others. As a child, I loved being outdoors, whether that be in the garden, woods, or by the sea. Combining nature with healing, I bring many modalities together to form the practices I use to help guide clients to find out who they really are on a soul level. On weekends, you will find me traveling around the Lake District in Taylor, the Healing Hikes van, hosting events, retreats, up in the hills hiking with friends, and down by the beach throwing myself into the sea. I am passionate about my own personal spiritual development through yoga, meditation, energy healing, and plant medicine. I am bringing all of this into the Unbecoming with Tash podcast. And like I've said before, we are all in this together. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Unbecoming with Tash. This week's episode is going to be a little bit of a off-the-cuff episode where I'm not really planning what I'm going to talk about. I've sort of planned the the theme, um, I guess you could call it, but I really wanted to talk about, and this is because of multiple different conversations that I've had with different clients, um, friends, um, people that I have had on um, my healing events, is... The question of when do you know enough is enough with a narcissist and when do you know when the time is right to leave? And I firstly want to start off by saying nobody knows the answer to this question apart from you and only you will know when the time is right for you to leave. And this might be hard because this leaves then the the power in your hands and the decision in your hands. And if you are um, the type of person who has ended up in a relationship with somebody who is narcissistic or have ended up in a relationship that has felt really controlling or manipulative, you might then find it really hard to make your own decisions because you completely lost who you are as a person. So you're probably looking for somebody to tell you when the time is right to leave, but also you're probably not prepared for the answers that people are going to give you. Um, and when I was going through this situation and when I was trying to leave um, a relationship, nobody could have ever told me to leave or when the right time to leave was it was like a a subconscious um decision and action that made it happen and that I was doing things that I couldn't really um I couldn't really put my finger on as to why or why that time was the right time to leave but it was like I was being divinely guided onto a different path and I think it was the first time that I've ever really just sort of surrendered to that but also um 
allowed myself to be open to people coming into my life and not asking too many questions about why, um, but it kind of felt like I was being surrounded um, by guardian angels and that I had a lot of new people that were coming into my life for multiple different reasons and ultimately they were creating a, um, a space for me to believe that I would be okay if I had left and that my whole life which had previously surround like been um taken over by this person and my whole life you know revolved around this one person I was actually given a gift of seeing that my life could be so much more than what I thought it ever could and that actually there were options and that I wasn't on my own and that I was fully supported in the decision that I was making but also I was surrounded by people that made me feel like I could be vulnerable and that I could share um my experiences and I realized at the time it wasn't coming from a place of um you know well he did this or um the reason why I'm leaving is because he's a narcissist or he's done this or he's done that because it wasn't like that it was um I I really tried to stick to keeping to the facts and by you know just stating that um, without having to go into detail, um, you know, this person's behaviour is not of somebody that I can be in a relationship with. And to be honest, I didn't have to go around telling people what this person had done because everybody kind of already knew anyway, um, because they were already aware of this person's um, reputation. So... I don't think it really came as a surprise. It probably was more of a surprise that I'd stayed in the relationship for so long. But I think in order for you to leave and in order for you to know that the time is right to leave, like you will have a deep down like feeling and it's your gut feeling that you want to connect with to actually know when when is right and only you can make that decision. So whenever I'm working with clients and they may be in a position where they um, are trying to um, end a relationship, um, me as a coach, I am there to guide you and to make you see yourself for the amazing person that you are and to make you take back your own power and to light that fire within you and to um, give you a safe space where you can express yourself and, you know, reclaiming your voice because of a lot of time when you end up in a relationship with a narcissist, that is something that gets taken away. So it takes time to rebuild that back up. Um, and I will share, this is why I never, um, you know, put pressure on people um, or put pressure on clients or try and tell them, you know, this is... Um, what you have to do because ultimately I am holding a space for you to get your power back and for you to reclaim that power back and to realise that you can make decisions for yourself and to also connect you back to who you are on a soul level and to connect you back to your soul and 
realizing that you can actually make decisions for yourself and to connect you to understanding when your gut is telling you something and when to lean into that and when to trusting that and you know in my whole life my gut intuition whatever you want to call it has never lied and it has always led me down a path of maybe finding things out that I didn't want to but also finding things out that I knew were inevitable and that I knew I was being led down that path because I had a sense and I had a um you know a feeling that something wasn't right and that feeling was in my gut and it was telling me that something wasn't right and that I maybe had to go out and seek certain things that led me down a path to end the relationship but I think the main thing that I want you to get out of this episode is rather than, and you'll be listening to this episode because you're looking for guidance and you're looking for support and you're looking, um, you know, for help and you want somebody to tell you, you know, today is the right time to leave or tomorrow is the right time to leave or next week is the right time to leave. But I want you to bring yourself back to you and, you know, if you are finding that you're constantly making excuses for somebody or somebody's behaviour or that there is never a right time, you know, whether you're thinking of events that are coming around or whether it's somebody's birthday or whether you've got trips booked or trips planned and you're thinking, well, I can't leave because, um, you know, we're going away or we've booked a family holiday or um, it's their birthday or it's Christmas or, you know... and. These are excuses that you are making to keep yourself in a position where you're comfortable. And that might be uncomfortable to hear, but you are staying where you are comfortable. The most uncomfortable thing for you to do is stepping out of your comfort zone and going into the fear of being on your own and actually working through what you need to work through. And also the fear of putting yourself first for once, because probably for most of your life you have spent putting other people before yourself or making other people um feel really important so then you feel less than and probably sacrificing yourself for other people as well you've probably been a yes person a people pleaser constantly doing things that don't feel good and constantly putting yourself and keeping yourself in a box that just doesn't fit anymore so I think the more that you can bring yourself back to what is it that you want in your life and what is it that you want for yourself like take everybody else out of the situation whether you have children or not or whether you have um attachments to this person or whether you're connected to their family that and these these things that you're trying to convince yourself that that is what is keeping you there um bring yourself back to you and actually write down on a piece of paper what it is that you want for your life and I encourage you to spend time and do an exercise where you can actually write down how you see your life. If you had, like if there was nothing standing in your way, what would you do for yourself and how would you live your life? How would you wake up each morning? How would your perfect day look? What would your dream day look like? What would your life look like if you could have it in any way that you wanted it to? And allow yourself to write this down. Because when I did this, I had a huge realisation that the person that I was with at the time 
wasn't in it and wasn't in my idea of a perfect life. My idea of a, you know, my dream day was me waking up in the morning and I get out of bed and um, like I remember this like it was yesterday, I wrote it down and I was like my perfect day is me working for myself, it's getting up and it's looking out at the view. At the time I had this idea in my head that I wanted to live by the sea so I wanted to get up and I wanted to look out and I wanted to look out to the sea and I wanted to, you know, have a view and I wanted to go down and I wanted to put the kettle on and I wanted to, um, you know, see my dog in the morning and I wanted to go to my desk and I wanted to make myself a drink and sit and turn on my laptop and, um, you know, start work and work for myself and that was what I wanted to do. I didn't want to be... Um, held accountable by anybody I wanted to completely be focused on myself and I understand that it is more difficult to do this if you have children connected to this person but also and this might trigger some people is that when you have children connected to somebody don't use the children as an excuse to stay tied to that person or use the children as an excuse to say, you know, well, it's going to upset the children. Because actually, you are going to help your child see that they need to put themselves first and that they come first and that their needs come first and that they need to prioritise themselves by leaving. Whereas if you are staying in a situation that is making you unhappy, that is making you feel uncomfortable your child is going to feel that and your child is then going to grow up thinking that that is what they have to do and that they have to then sacrifice themselves for other people. So then they're going to end up repeating the cycle. Whereas if you have attracted a narcissist into your life and it's not to say that you have to take the blame, but it is to say that you take responsibility for this person coming into your life and that they're bringing something up for you that needs to be healed and that chances are you signed up to break a cycle. And that if you have then had a child with this person, then the lesson only intensifies. But also that you can and you may find yourself excusing staying with this person and finding excuses to stay with this person because you think it's easier for you to manage the children. Whereas actually, you have to take responsibility for yourself and put yourself first and display this to your child as well. Display boundaries to your child and display that you are willing to put yourself first and that you are not allowing somebody to take advantage of your good nature and that you don't want to display that same behavior to your child because you don't want to pass on the same behaviors and the same lessons that your children are then going to have to work through the reason why you are being gifted these lessons and this is how you can change your mindset into seeing that these are gifts, seeing that these are lessons and that everybody that comes into your life comes into your life to give you a gift as you do to them. So for example, a narcissist could come into your life and you display to them what unconditional love looks like. And they might have never experienced this before. And it's not to say that it's going to change their behaviour 
but it is to say that you have given them such a beautiful gift and probably deep down they will never forget that and that might not impact them in this lifetime but it might impact them in the lifetimes to come and maybe part of their karmic lessons is that they have had to come into this this lifetime and be a narcissist to heal their own karmic lessons And if that is bringing something uncomfortable up for you or bringing some feelings up for you, and I imagine because I've been there and I've felt it and, you know, I've worked with clients, multiple clients um, and many, many different people on their own experiences of their relationships with narcissists and trying to leave um, and, you know, dealing with the whole breadcrumbing afterwards and the... Um, attempts to um stay in stay in your life but also still not being able to offer you what you desire and what you deserve in a relationship but also that we can take that on as our own and that we can go into um you know victim mode um but we can also stay in a place like i said before where we feel most comfortable and if we have lived our entire life surrounded by chaos or surrounded by um, a feeling of not feeling safe, or a feeling of um, being abandoned, or a feeling of um, not feeling good enough, or being made not to feel good enough, or not, not feeling seen, then we will end up recreating these situations that give us that same feeling throughout our lives, because that is where we are comfortable, until we actually recognise and try and reprogram our thoughts and our patterns of behaviour, which is where the beautiful NLP techniques come in and where the beautiful work that you can do with a therapist, a coach, a counsellor, a healer, whoever it is that you choose to go to, to help you on your healing journey, to get to the point where you do feel actually you can take back control and take back power and actually put yourself first. But you can end up keeping yourself in the same place finding out that you're learning the same lessons over and over again and that the same things are coming up for you and my message to you is to not allow somebody else to take away your power not allow somebody to overpower you not allow your mind to control you and know that you can in fact control your mind like our mind is such a powerful tool, but if we can use it to our advantage and actually use it to help us rather than, you know, hinder us or to hold us back, your whole life can change. And this isn't a quick fix. This isn't something that happens overnight. This is something that happens by practicing and constantly doing this each day and consistently knowing that even when you take, you know, two steps forward and 10 steps back, accepting that that is part of the process but if you can consistently bring yourself back to your own self-awareness understanding why this person has came into your life anyway seeing the lessons that this person is trying to teach you in terms of how you view relationships how you view love and and that isn't just the love that you give out, it is also seeing the love that you receive back. And is that healthy love? 
Or is that a love that is like codependency? Is that love where you think that you need to fix the people that you are with? And when you are trying to fix somebody that you are with, it's because you are so focused on somebody else that you don't want to deal with your own shit, that you don't want to deal with your own trauma, that you don't want to deal with your own emotions and that it is easier to focus your attention on somebody else and try and fix somebody else than it is to focus on yourself. And this might be hard to hear, but that's okay because sometimes we need to hear these things to actually bring our awareness back to who we are, what is actually coming up for us, and that these people, you know, these narcissistic relationships don't happen by accident. They happen to teach us something about ourselves. And ultimately, we need to bring ourselves back to a place of forgiveness and not only forgiving the other person, but forgiving ourselves, but also less judgment. And this is less judgment for other people, but also less judgment for ourselves and why we may have allowed things to happen multiple times until we've actually, you know, been so drained and feel so empty that we've literally got nothing more to give. And it's about also recognising that we are all on our own individual path. So not one person's path looks the same to somebody else's so it took me probably eight months maybe not eight months from like November to the following April March April to start the work on myself whilst I was still in the relationship and start to rebuild myself to the point where I felt like I was confident enough and empowered enough to leave and to make decisions for me And I allowed that to unfold in a way that I wasn't trying to control anything. I wasn't trying to make things happen quicker than what I thought they were or thought they should. I ultimately let go and surrendered to a higher power and let the people come into my life that needed to. And these people were literally like fucking guardian angels that came into my life and guided me on on a path that... I never really saw possible at the time when I was in the darkness and when I was in the, you know, the pits of like the relationship and actually really deep into it and not being able to see a way out. There was like this lightness that just started to come in and I can see it now for what it was because I've, I've been able to reflect back, but I can also see how some people at the time tried to keep me in the darkness and tried to keep me in that same same place and I had to really break free from that and really work on myself and remove myself from certain situations and certain places and you know um make a choice to fully change my life and for once in my life put myself on my own healing first and know that everything else would then fall into place and the right people would still be around me who were meant to be there and the wrong ones would fall away and that would happen naturally and it's not to say that it wouldn't bring up any emotion or any you know grieving process or any feeling of like endings because that all was there but I allowed that to happen and I accepted that that was all part of the process. It took me about eight months after I decided to leave to then fully break free 
And that was because I was working through the process of breadcrumbing and working through the process of, you know, um, cutting ties with this person and really trying to let this person go. But I massively believe I had to go through that to learn from it, to then teach others how to do it differently. But also I massively encourage you to pave your own path. And although you might come to me for guidance and for support, I massively believe that you have control over yourself and that I fully support that if you bring your attention back to your own healing to understanding why these people have come into your life because they're there to teach you lessons and it's up to you to then find the wisdom and to uncover you know answers to questions that maybe you're seeking or to uncover um past trauma that might need to come up and let go of and to be released and if that is happening for you like it happened for me is that you know I kept on getting these flashbacks of childhood trauma that I never validated and it meant that I'd carried around a lot of shame and a lot of guilt which then you know it meant that I'd ended up in a abusive relationship but I had to get to that point for it to you know get that bad and go into the darkness to actually see that that's why I was attracting this person or these types of people into my life because they were showing me where I needed to heal and you know there's that thing of like saying that everybody in your life is a mirror into your own healing it's up to you to see that and it's up to you to you know get curious about that and ask yourself powerful questions and when people are bringing things to your door you know when you're um judging others behavior and judging how other people are towards you and judging you know the behavior towards you um in relationships the only thing that i would suggest you then do is to not judge yourself but to ask yourself why you feel so judgmental of these other people when actually the question that you want to be asking is what this is bringing up for you and maybe where you need to work on boundaries maybe where you need to work on you know your own self-worth your own self-love how you feel about yourself and whether you actually in some ways might be comfortable in you know being in these um overpowering relationships or being with these really dominating um characters that drain a lot from you um because you find it easier to do that than you do to step into your own power and i wholeheartedly encourage you to you know find your own voice to learn to speak your truth and if ever you have like that little inner voice inside of you that is saying you know i deserve more than this or i don't deserve this or even if you're thinking, you know, what did I do to deserve this? If you're asking yourself that question, it's time to do the inner healing. It's time to go on a journey to find out more about where that's coming from. Because that's yours. That's not somebody else's. Yes, somebody might be reflecting that back to you or might be bringing that up for you. But that is coming and that is arising for a reason. And that is coming up to be released and to be let go of. But it's up to you to do that in a safe and responsible way and in a way where you are again taking back the control and taking back the power to be like you know this is coming up for me but I take full responsibility for that 
and I'm going to go into this and shine my light on it because you are a light being and you wouldn't be listening to this podcast if you weren't and you are full of lightness and you are full of love and you have so much love to give but sometimes we might end up giving that to the wrong people we might end up falling in love and thinking that we're in love with somebody when actually if we look and we spend time on actually defining what love is to us and how love has been displayed to us we will actually see maybe it's not actually love maybe we're just convincing ourselves that it is because it's where we're actually comfortable So I encourage you, and I guess my message in this podcast is, and on this episode, is there is no right time. Nobody can tell you when the right time is to leave. Nobody can tell you when the right, when, you know, enough is enough. Only you will know that. But what I would encourage you to do is to get the support that you need to guide you into finding the answer that you need within. And that can look different for, you know, everybody. So it could take you two weeks, three weeks, four weeks. You know, it could take six months. And whatever time scale that is, that is perfect for you because that is part of your journey and that is part of your healing journey. But the more you can bring yourself back to you, back to what you can control, back to what you can influence and stop trying to fix everybody, stop trying to fix other people, and stop trying to focus your attention on other people or if you're finding you're judging other people or really struggling to forgive first bring that attention back to yourself and forgiving yourself and less judgment of yourself but more of taking responsibility for you as a person and how you are showing up in your life and I encourage you to just take the power back to reclaim what is yours and to learn to distinguish the difference between what is yours and what is not. I'm sending you so much love and light wherever you are. If you do feel like you want to delve deeper into your own inner you know, child healing or own healing journey, then I am here to support you. I have spaces coming up for May whenever you are listening to this podcast but you can feel free to reach out you can book in a free discovery call and we can have a chat um and i would be more than happy to help you i say to all my clients you know the relationship that we have it's collaborative so we work together and that it's important that you find the right person that you connect with that you resonate with and that just gets you And whoever that is, I fully support that and I fully support you on your journey into discovering who you are and onto you finding the the right people that are going to be there to help light you up and to help you get to the place where you want to be. And I fully encourage that. I will see you all in the next episode.